Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't think I could get enough Andrew Patterson, but I just can't get enough Westworld, and we have to do an emergency episode three broadcast of the filibuster freestyle because a lot of stuff kind of started coming to light last night on Westworld. Andrew Patterson, what did you think of, uh, you know, first kind of off the dome, first episode, great. Second episode, great. What were your thoughts on third episode of Westworld last night to start the show? Third episode was also great. I, it's very interesting to see, like it's they, how they start to slowly answer some questions, but they don't give away all of it. Yep. Uh, I'll tell you, watching this episode for the first time, I realized that I was like, oh, I. And, and let me explain this after I say it. I get Game of Thrones because. Oh. I'm not, like, anti-Game of Thrones. I just... I watched a few episodes. I couldn't get into it. Yeah. Um, and then I believe um, Daryl O'Brien has had the same issue where I've turned back into it, like, three times and have seen literally what people say are three of the most horrifying... Horrifying scenes, yes. Scenes. Scenes. Um, uh, and so, last night... And the people who watch are so safe, but if you see it in context, it's okay... I think last night's episode has a few of those moments. Right. Uh, particularly a man repeatedly bashing, bashing himself in the skull. Okay. With a giant rock. And so, there you go. So, just for those of you, and I apologize, I kind of cut Andrew off there, but he was saying there's a scene where one of the hosts, which are, you know, robot type beings, was bashing his own head in with a boulder. And we'll get to that in a second. Um, but I think what I want to hit today, and the reason I called it the emergency podcast, is. We don't need to go through scene by scene, and I think we had enough kind of, like you just mentioned, big hit moments that we should just hit those, and we can get out of here for just a week four, but let's go to yeah. that. So, so what, we started, what we start to learn in this episode, and that is one example of it, is the, that the, the hosts are not programmed or authorized to do certain things. So, for instance... Yes. Dolores, and we'll get into her in a minute, there was a scene where she was trying to get shot, uh, shown how to shoot a gun by Teddy, her boyfriend. And she couldn't pull the trigger. And, you know, Teddy thinks it's because, oh, she's a girl and she just can't, doesn't have it in her. Literally, they don't know this, she is programmed to not be able to, she, they didn't give her authorization right. to pull a trigger. She's not authorized. Right. So anyway, my take on why that lost host with the beard and the bald head and the burly body uh, why he smashed his own brain in with a boulder is I don't think he had the authorization to throw a boulder at some like at somebody else who at, at a non at a non host. Okay. And I think what happened is he was starting to override. He's starting to go rogue. He's starting to become sentient, but he's not there yet. And because they had not allowed him to do it, even though he tried to act, uh, he, he wound up having to smash his own brain in because. He was clearly very angry that the, that the handsome security guy, whose name I'm not going to get tonight right, uh, was basically cutting off his head, decapitating yeah. him while he was in arrest state. And this host decided that that wasn't cool. He was going to reboot, yeah, didn't like it. Didn't reboot, like it. wake up, scale a wall, attempt to kill the girl who looks like Ellen Page, who was trying to shut him down, couldn't do it because he wasn't authorized, smash his own brain in, fade to black in that scene. What are your yeah. thoughts on my hot outlanders take there? I, well, uh, first of all, can I can, just stepping away from the hot outlandish take? Can I just like that we're going to call him handsome security guy? <laughs> we're calling him handsome security guy until we remember Let's his go. name. We're both 
we're both comfortable in our own in our own who we are to Listen, be like, yeah, handsome security I'm guy. I'm not a bad looking guy, you're not a bad looking guy. That guy's a handsome security guy. Absolutely. Not so mean. that's who I think. If you do pull off getting a getting a star from there on here, uh, I think you really we, we find out we, we get his name we, we tweet at him we say handsome security guy <laughs> have we got the show for you? Oh, dude, he's our guy. I tell you what. I mean, you know, we went after Amara Karan, who in my mind was lady handsome district attorney or defense lawyer, excuse me, um, and we got we got the very handsome Brian Burton, but. This dude, this dude is definitely, uh, yeah, he's a security guard, he's handsome, and he, he almost got that girl's head smashed in. <laughs> yeah, he did, and I, I thought for a second, now let's, let's talk about what the scene really tells us. Yeah, go ahead. We knew, we knew a guest was going to die in this park at some point this season. Yes. There, or, or, or an employee, there's going to be a human casualty. There has just, to be. You knew, there had to be something on the line, and now they're letting you see... Basically, not exactly how it's going to happen, but but the storyline that's going to get you there yep. is that because then of course later Dolores did pull a trigger on a gun, um, which is the second time if you remember the first in the first episode they said she couldn't hurt a fly. Yes, and that episode ended with the fly landing on her face. And she smacked and, it, and she smacked it, which is by far the most badass killing of a fly I have seen in my life. Yep, no question. Um, so let's go into Dolores, because she's definitely one of the other breakthroughs we had. Yeah. Um, and so you've got Bernard Lowe, uh, you know, kind of the second-in-command researcher under Dr. Ford. That's Anthony Hopkins' character, Dr. Ford. He is taking a liking slash interest in the development of Dolores. And yes. I don't know why other than she's the first one. She's the first host. Well, I thought they kind of addressed that because he lost his son. Correct. His okay. son died, and I think he's looking at these as yeah. his own children. Good call. They had that conversation, and he had said, like, you know, sometimes you just got to let your kid be free, and that's why he let Dolores not revert back to the safer state, as it were. Correct. And, and so, one, he basically is his, his, essentially, along with now memory being a part of what these, these hosts are getting, he's given her some additional free will. Yeah. He's giving her some additional self-awareness and awareness of the world around her. And the most important thing I think, and we'll see where this goes, he seems to have given her that maze slash map that the man in black keeps scalping out of dude's heads. And if you remember, he said to her, this is a way for you to be free. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back to my man in black being a host, maybe theory, because I have some things that we've seen in the past couple episodes Make me think that we're that that um, McPoyle can't be the Man in Black. Yes, that they are in the same timeline. Yes, I feel like they are in the same timeline, um, just based on the way Dolores interacts with all of them. Yep, because Dolores collapsed into his arms at the end there, after all that incident back at her house. You know, like the nightly killing of her father, where she, you know, some guest comes in and has his way with her, and the murder of her mother. Remember, she interrupted all of that. And for the first time escaped. Yep. And during all of that, she definitely flashed back to the man in black. And then yep. escaping it, she collapsed into McPoyle's arms. Correct. So I, that timeline thing doesn't seem to make sense to me anymore with that. All right. What so still does, yep. maybe I'm just being selfish because it was my theory, is it makes sense why the man in black wants to get out now. Why yes. he wants the maze. Plus, no you, longer, did, you did correctly say, or maybe correctly say that... He, when he was getting shot, he pinged, and yeah. humans don't usually ping when they get shot. Right. Um, all right. T 
Teddy. And someone else got shot, and McPoyle got shot this week, and when he got shot, he got knocked back and rolled on the ground, and he got up, and he said, I thought you said we couldn't get shot, and he said, I said you couldn't get killed. Correct, correct, correct. So that was interesting as well. Um, and by the way, I don't know what would have happened if that guy had smashed that boulder on that girl's head, because I think she would have gotten killed. Um, yeah. Anyway, all right, well, let's... I thought, I thought handsome security guy was done for when he was... Stuck down. In yeah, I can't believe he made it out. I was like, man, they're going to get really going to get rid of that guy too soon. Anyway, uh, let's just hit on the the last thing I think I, that's worth hitting on in our emergency podcast here is uh, Anthony Hopkins has decided to go the other way with uh, Teddy, and he tells us that Teddy's job is not to be with Dolores. Teddy's job is to basically keep Dolores put by yeah. keeping to return and having other things to do. But instead, he decided to actually give him a backstory. He basically said, Teddy, we didn't really care about your backstory. You don't actually have one. But he gave him one, which ties into this whole religion thing, this guy Wyatt. Yes. And this guy Wyatt now is somebody who, because of the programming glitch being you know, introduced, Teddy served with him during a war. Uh, Wyatt kind of lost his mind, started getting kind of real religious, and started killing natives and started killing other dudes. And mm-hmm. so Teddy's now after Wyatt. That's a big deal. Any hot takes on that? Yeah, well, that was very horror m- movie feeling, wasn't it? That yeah. whole scene where they, we've, they've got the party going after. Yes. Like the masks they were wearing. Um, yeah, that was kind of like, um, you know, I called, I called the show Wild Wild West meets uh, iRobot, but that was more like uh, Blair Witch Project meets uh, Scream meets like uh, the, the Eyes yeah. of Hill, the Hills of Eyes, you know? And, and what I liked about that is it does introduce this new kind of element to the story because it's not like a typical science fiction story. That, I mean, it's obviously science fiction, but it's not a typical science right. fiction story. And now you're adding this kind of horror right. element. Because those dudes, other elements, those dudes weren't cowboys. Those dudes were like yeah. some kind of weird cult or aliens or both, right? And they also could not be shot. So no. are they? people do you remember teddy was surrounded by them yep and he turned in a circle and shot all of them and nothing, nothing happened. happened and more importantly and they, and they, they all converged on teddy to like chop him into little pieces yes i'm really interested now that teddy has memory a little bit <laughs> how teddy's gonna feel about that next week <laughs> right well that... and it's gonna be like what they say what they the other reveal they had well not the other but another reveal they had in the first episode, that one uh, host that was pouring milk on all the other um, yes, yes. hosts he was killing yes. was only killing hosts who that killed, had him. killed him. Yes. So there was an I act mean, of vengeance. God help the hosts when Teddy realizes that he can do that because he is going to go on a epic. Well, we story. learned we learned last night that Teddy's been, Teddy's been killed more than a thousand times. Yeah, Teddy's got a lot yeah. of bad memories. Well, and also, Teddy, like, he, he, like I said, like, the first few episodes, he's been like the hapless sucker. There was one, he was having the drink at the bar with the lady of the evening there, um, and just he got shot by some guy. Yeah, yeah, came. Tandy Newton, a.k.a. Maeve, talking to him, bang, bing, boom, Teddy's dead, again. <laughs> uh, also, we found out how much a vacation in Westworld cost this episode. Oh, yeah, 40 grand a day or something like that? 40 grand a day. <laughs> Talk yeah. about, uh, I mean... <laughs> Listen, I like traveling, but forty grand a day is steep. Very steep. Yeah. Very steep. Absolutely. Especially considering they're camping out and um, the hotels don't look like they are five star hotels. Right. And they all you know, seem to be really they are one star eighteen eighty hotels. Right. 
Yeah, it seems like a lot of cash, especially in like $1880, that's like a trillion dollars a night, just saying, with, yeah. with inflation. All right, cool. Um, that's really all I got. I thought it was, you know, we owed it to ourselves as the Player Pianos podcast, Filibuster Freestyle Weekly, Westworld guys, you yeah, know, to bring just something a, just up a there. Quick, unplanned hot takes, or at least reactions to reactions to what happened. Yeah, because um, I think last night was the beginning of us having like stuff to talk about every week for a while, maybe. And it, it looks like it could be. It looks like it could be. And if not, sure, yeah. you know, we'll be back next week maybe with a little bit of a slower burn on more stuff in here and some theories. But, you know, on a Monday evening, a quarter of ten at night, I felt like someone's got to weigh in on episode three. And to, to those of you listening at HBO, you can, you can have us do this every week officially. We'll, we'll gladly take the royalties and or do it for free. Maybe some swag. <laughs> maybe an invite to the premiere. Maybe some props on www.filibusterfreestyle.com. But you know, Absolutely. all good. We'll we'll even we'll even take just a night of billiards and drinking with handsome security guy. <laughs> you know what? You got to start somewhere. You got to start Absolutely. somewhere. All right, man. I like it. I'm gonna get you out of here on that. Appreciate you being on. Also, make sure you guys check out Andrew on our big mega David Ortiz tribute cast. Also with Man Cookers Jeremy Johnson, and uh, we're gonna play the outro song. Andrew, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Freestyle. That's the end of the podcast, folks. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. It is the end.